everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 341. Larry here. And Anthony here. We are back uh, live to tape. Yeah, uh, here in uh, Anthony's abode. We are in person. We don't, you know, we, we we always joke about not doing this enough because we live close to each other now. And <laughs> and now that things might be going on in the future, now we're actually getting together more often. We are getting is... <laughs> yes, which makes total sense because that's how we work. <laughs> totally, and then all of a sudden, nil, and then done. <laughs> but uh, no, but we're back for another wonderful episode. Uh, kind of a, um, a a viewers a viewer response episode, kind of sort of, which it, we'll get into in a little bit. It is a viewers response episode, so. which is nice. It's because we, we always ask everybody to kind of like if you have any suggestions for us, like a topic you want to cover or a specific game, whatever it is, opinion, opinion, opinion you have. So, uh, and every once in a while, we do listen. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. and sometimes people actually respond. So we're gonna have one. We'll get into that a little later on. Uh, but uh, but first, as always, we're going to start off not with me because I'm still waiting for my glow pocket. Uh, apparently, ground shipping is truly ground shipping. Well, that's why they charged you less for shipping this time. Well, first of all, it started in Compton, California. So that was my first concern. Oh. Uh, now it's somewhere. Then it made it to Las Vegas. You're not going to get a glow pocket. You're going to get a whole pocket. Yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'll just get the box like I did yes. the last watch that I got. From oh, somebody. yeah, that was fun. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I think right now it's somewhere in York, Pennsylvania. So, All right, so it's, not, it's, it's on the way. It's on its way. I'm it's looking on the forward way. to it. But a lot of people, just real fast, a lot of people have already gotten it yep. and are posting it, and this thing looks awesome. And a lot of people, and I'll try and do it as well when I get it, a lot of people have like a, like a special edition Game Boy game mm-hmm. that glows in the dark. Oh. And it kind of all matches together. Oh, wait. So this is mean you've committed to opening it? Because you had said last time like you might just save it. So uh, that is still debatable. Okay. I might just open it, try it, and then put he's it back gonna, in the box. He's going to open it. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. You're going to open it. So You're going to open it to see how cool it is that it glows in the dark, and then you're never going to look play it again. That's a thousand percent true. Because to be honest with you, I, I don't play as much the current pocket as mm-hmm. I do. But that's a lot of things. Again, we a whole episode of games we've bought that we've never played. Uh-huh. So, and really, that should be a topic yes. later on. That's a, you know that that that's my annual Black Friday. It, it really <laughs> it is. is Black <laughs> Friday. I buy like ten games, and then they never come out of the shrink wrap. Yeah, but luckily you you buy them physical, so the day can come. But you know what? I'm never going to play this. Let me sell this back. Yes. All mine's digital. Yeah, yours, yours just lives there. <laughs> that's the one con- one complaint I'll have about digital games. Oh, I have many. <laughs> I have many complaints. But that's not what this episode's about. No, no. But let's uh, start off by, uh, I can see there already, you picked up a couple cool things. Uh, yeah, so on my travels in uh, Canada. Ah, the Great White North. Uh, yes, uh, I went there last weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I showed you a couple of games last week that I picked up there. Oh, yes. we recorded, yes, yes. I picked up uh, Tomb Raider Chronicles mm-hmm. and uh, Death and Return of Superman from Genesis. The de- right after we recorded, I went out and found another store. <laughs> oh, a different store. Different store. Okay. Went to a different store. Um, and while I was there, I honestly wasn't planning to pick up anything. I just wanted to kind of wander around yeah. it. But I saw a couple of things. I was like, oh, not that expensive. We I wanted never to add plan to on purchasing. No, no, no. I never plan on purchasing. <laughs> you always plan no, on No, no. When I walk in, sometimes the intent is not there. No. And then it just ends up happening. No, that's, that's not. That's a, that is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Um, no, for me, yes. it's it's odd when I walk. Like, for me, it's more like, I say 50-50 when I walk into right, a store if I'm going to grab something. But I grabbed a couple of uh, games. Yeah. Uh, this one I just grabbed because it wasn't that expensive, and it was sitting there, and I and I have a way to play TurboGrafx games on my Retro mm-hmm. Freak, so I thought I'd grab this. This is um, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling Second Bout Ooh, yes. for the PC Engine nice, or nice. TurboGrafx, whichever way you want to do it. It's really blurry. Sorry about that. I hate when that happens. 
we'll do it this way. Like you do that, and then we do this. Are we doing this in post? Eh, ah, whatever. Uh, anyway, so Fire Pro Wrestling second bout should be fun. Yep. By human creator. Look at that! You can put your name. I don't remember that. Well, yeah. I really didn't have a uh, thing. You can actually write your name on the back of the human parts. I wonder if that was only in Japan. Maybe only in Japan. Maybe. Don't Interesting. Know. Anyway, grab that. Very cool. Um, and then. I was actually really surprised to find not not only find this, but I didn't realize like I thought this was going for more money than what I paid for it, which made me really happy to add it to my collection. Because okay. again, I was never I never owned a Wii when the yeah. Wii came out. I got it at least a decade later. <laughs> um, yeah, like even when the Wii U came out, I didn't buy any Wii games. Yeah. So I was really happy to grab this to add to my collection, which is a Super Ooh. Smash Brothers Brawl for the Wii. Now Brawl was the one that came out on GameCube first, right? No, no, that? no, no. That was Melee. Oh, that's right, Melee. Or Melee. Melee, Melee I'm sorry. Yeah, see, I, I haven't kept track of Smash Brothers that much. Yeah, it's... But it's the original, Melee, Brawl... And then Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, and then Super Smash Brothers for 3DS, uh -huh. which came out at the same time, and then Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And then Ultimate, so... Yeah. So, yeah, so... Ah, that's a nice copy. Got that so. nice copy, very uh, clean, very happy very about cool. that. Um, this, I think... So, I remember you had gotten the original Smash Brothers on N64. Yes, it did. And I hated it. I, I remember. Not, yeah. Because it, it, it just went really fast. No, and... it was just a weird... Which, even to today, it still is. It's still kind of a weird concept on how to lose the round. Mm. Um, and then, all like, the flying off and everything. I just wasn't a fan of, for the first game, Melee everyone loves. Melee I never owned. But I think... I don't think I own Melee, but I might have rented it once or twice. Melee. And with Melee, Melee. Um, a lot of people, that like that was kind of the go-to for a while, I think, for... Um, I'm checking to see if I have it. For, uh, for tournaments and stuff. But I will admit, Brawl is really the first one where I'm like, you know what, let me get into this. Also, it was the first one where they started getting really cool um, um, uh, characters, like Snake from, oh, yeah. from, from Metal Gear Solid was in this, where everyone else before this... Well, the two games before was all Nintendo characters. Wait, obviously. is that a dog? Uh, yeah, from Nintendogs, oh, which was a, a game for Nintendo, right? Uh, for the 3DS or the DS. So you got to play as the dog? Or yeah, you know, you got. Uh, it was either the dog or it might have been just a level. Oh, okay. Uh, but nevertheless, when I saw Snake and Sonic, mm -hmm. so like they were the first two like ca like like special edition characters or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's interesting. And then that became a norm for the series as it got went along. Uh, Brawl, I started looking at which is the one with Freddy Krueger. That that would be Mortal Kombat. Oh, damn. Which, a Mortal Kombat with Mario in it would probably be awesome. Oh, very true. Which reminds me, I do have to get the Mortal Kombat with Freddy Krueger. Mortal Kombat. Do you see the... Well, I don't know if you have it in the news. I don't have it in the news, but... Just real fast, they got... Megan Fox is playing... like they, Natara. They yeah, the, yeah, Natara. Something like that. But then they got a skin for Johnny Cage... Of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, no, they had announced that a while ago. Oh, I don't remember hearing yeah, about Yeah, they announced that, that Jean-Claude oh. Van Damme, who, they, they said he was the original person they asked to play Johnny Cage. Well, that was all the way back when. Right, yes, it, way that. back when. So then, yeah. yeah, I heard that news previously that they had... Well, that they but were, I didn't know they were adding him in MK1. Yeah. But, again, as a skin, and a I know, wicked, and wicked uh, fatality. I didn't see the fatality, oh but I, I gotta say, I haven't been excited about a Mortal Kombat game in a very long time. Like, I want this one. No, this one, they I really, really want this the one. hell out of it. Yeah, I uh, want this one. They got Dave Bautista doing the commercials. I thought he was mm -hmm. in it, but he's not. He's just doing the commercials. So, He'll probably um, be a DLC he later. He probably will. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, Super Smash Comes Bros. out this week, by the way. It does, yes. The 19th. what system to get it on. The 19th, yeah. So. Oh, well, not this week. Next week. 19th. Yes, true. 13 if you pre-order it. September 13th, like you get a special five-day True. But also access. Mortal Kombat's tend to drop very quickly. Well, no, no, no. That's Again, why... not trying to sound... Nope. 
I'm, I, look, it's that time of year, and yeah. I might as well announce it now. Yeah. It's September, right? <laughs> this is usually when when I go into my uh, like uh, dark zone, whatever the hell we want to call it. Like this is so hibernating. Yes, this is when I hibernate from buying new games mm-hmm. because Black Friday is two months away. Which hey, look, smart idea. I don't blame. And it. everything everything drops for Black Friday. Very Even true. Mortal Kombat One, I guarantee you, will be at least twenty dollars cheaper for probably, Black Friday. Probably. So yeah, if you wait a year or so, it'll probably be like ten bucks. Yes. <laughs> So, but nevertheless, it looks very cool. Yes, it does. And uh, looking forward to, like I said, I just got to figure out what system to get it on. So. Yep, uh, I will PS5 it. We'll see. We'll so you should. So you should PS5 it. Well, I could. Play well, the you can't play it on the thing. road if you yeah, get that exactly. ugly ass. Which, uh, <laughs> trust me, if I didn't get the glow pocket, that thing would be on order. I definitely. I, and no. I got news for you; it might still be on order very soon. Yeah, no, it's it, it's so. Santa's going to bring it to you. Ooh, yes, I should ask Santa. You should ask Santa. But I'm not allowed to send the letter out till December first. No, no, no. You can send the letter no, out. No, I was never allowed to. No, all you, all you gotta do is text your parents. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> I drop the letter in the mail every year, mm-hmm. and I was told if I mail it before December first, I'm getting nothing. Were well, the milk and cookies so, always eaten? Uh, half eaten. Okay. Uh, for some reason, there was uh, some whiskey as well, but I don't know what that was. Nice. So, <laughs> hey, look. If I, if I had to li- deliver a whole bunch of crap in one night, I'd be drunk too. <laughs> and the dog was covered in carrots. Um, so, in any event. Uh, very cool stuff, though. Very cool pickups. Yes, and like I said, the Smash series is uh, very interesting, especially nowadays. All right, we're going to get right into this week's topic. And again, this is the viewer-asked uh, topic or viewer mail or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Sure, why not? Um, we didn't well, come up with a. We didn't come up with that. We, <laughs> How about a retro request? Ooh, this is why <laughs> you do what you do. And you do it oh so well. Um, yes, a retro request here uh, by our good friend and listener, uh, Dylan Pincombe. Uh, on Facebook messaged us uh, asking uh, first of all he had two amazing topics he did um, uh, one I guess we'll leave uh, we'll save that one for another uh, another on, week until uh, a week that I'm by myself yes um, but this week uh, he asked about um, suggesting about uh, an N64 episode that actually we did once before but he was curious about rental exclusives from Blockbuster mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of forgot that Blockbuster did this for a while. Oh, yeah. Actually, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to a Blockbuster, but... Uh, yeah, Blockbuster had exclusive rentable games. Yep. Yes, they did. And um, so, Dylan, this one's for you. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, as much as we know, uh, about the Blockbuster exclusive rentals. Uh, I know you, you mentioned N64, which we'll talk about, but yep. in, in looking through, and I again, something I forgot, there was definitely more than N64 games. So we're going to yep. touch on them. Yeah, no, I think it started with 16-bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, there were no... Uh, it does kind of go in order. Yes. Yeah, those systems. Yes. So uh, so we'll get right into it in no particular order. Well, before we get before yeah. we get into yeah, it, yeah. just to talk really generally about uh, the Blockbuster experience. Wow, um, what a difference. Yeah. Ha ha. But no, no, I was just going to say, like, um, because, you know, these days... Uh, people don't know what it's like to walk into a video store and rent something. Unless you live in Bend, Oregon, or whatever that is. Yes, the uh, yeah. the, the last blockbuster. Yeah. The one that uh, is that is that still the one where you can like rent it out for the night and stay, like do a sleepover. Like, I think they, so. They, they, yeah, yeah they, you can you can have a sleepover. Oh, yeah, which, is kind of no, awesome. which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I would do, I would totally do that. Um, <laughs> and they're still kicking too. They're still going yeah. and they're fine. Um, but just the idea of you know being able to go into a store, rent something for a couple of days, enjoy it, basically. Like Redbox and GameFly, the way you can do those, like yeah. I know they they're still around, like at supermarkets and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to see less. My less my my, my, my cousin swears by GameFly, swears by it. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely because see he that. because he says he's like I rent a game, I plow through it yeah. within a month, I send it back and get another one. And, no, that and makes sense. 
I have. And then ones he likes, he just buys from exactly. Because you can. Buy I think them, I've yeah. done that. I, yeah. I definitely did it once or twice. You know, you get like the free rental. I tried it, uh, but I just don't plow through games. So right. But nevertheless, um, very cool idea. Blockbuster also was interesting because Blockbuster itself was like the first. Ma- well, uh, to me, the first major chain of video rentals to come in to really start putting mom and pop stores on their toes. Yes. Because before that, I remember I would go right around the corner where my mother used to, uh, when my mother grew up, uh, was a little, I don't even remember the name of the store, unfortunately. And you go in, and it was a mom and pop store, had some, you know, small section, had what it is, and you rent, but uh, it was very, like, you know, it was very local. Yep. Uh, you worked in the, the rental store. I had a, I had Avenue R Video yeah. around the corner from me, um, and then, um, I don't know if it was, it wasn't there when I was like a kid kid, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, but then before that, we would go to, and this was a small chain, just a handful of stores, but it was called Royal Video. I remember Royal. And Royal Video, yes. Video there were there were a couple of them though. Yeah. There was one on Avenue U and Coyle Street, mm-hmm. and then I think there was another one on the Avenue U and like East Twenty Eighth, somewhere like down that way. Okay. Uh, so there were definitely two because I remember going to both, uh, and then of course Captain Video. Which was near Royal Video. Yes, yes. So they were right next to each other. They were, which is where it's like seeing like a McDonald's and a Burger yeah. King grocery image. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, so Blockbuster came, and I remember going into the Blockbuster for the first time. Again, ours was on Avenue U. And I walk in, and I'm like, oh, what is all this? And I remember vividly, I grab, I'm like, oh, here's a movie. I grabbed the box, went up to the front to rent it. And they're like, no, no, you have to grab the movie. I'm like, what are you talking about? With mom and pop stores, I think it's the same with you. You would grab the box, yep. bring it to the counter, yep. and then the person would go in the back. There's a wall of VHS tapes, and they'd grab the movie. Correct. In Blockbuster, the movies were on the shelf, mm-hmm. and like that was like a culture shock to me. Yeah, I'm like, what? Then why do you have the box out? <laughs> well, to show to show no, exactly. you the movie. Yeah. So it was very weird. But yeah. uh, well, you know what it was too? They had such a large collection. They did. Yes. They did. They, like. To store it all no, of behind the scenes would, yep. would have taken up a lot of space. Uh, I ended up using Blockbuster a lot in college, uh, obviously. But um, And then the video game rentals were just... I mean, they were really... In itself, in the beginning, it was no different than a mom-and-pop store. Just yep. a video game. And, and the story behind video game rentals, again, is a story for another time. How, like, Nintendo tried to stop it and stuff. It was very interesting mm-hmm. when you read into it. But... Um, um, yeah, later on, somehow, they got their exclusivities of uh, getting games just for them, uh, which is very interesting. And like I said, I only remember like a couple of these on the list I yep. want to talk about. Same. Uh, and I rented them a few times. Uh, but when you look back on them, especially now as collector's items, forget mm-hmm. about it. Some oh, yeah. Wicked. They're super expensive. So, and also, Blockbuster was the first one I remember, first company to rent <clears throat> systems. Yes, I remember that. Especially Virtual Boy. Well, because nobody wanted it. How dare you? So they were like, ooh, let's rent it. And that's what put Blockbuster out of L- business. Luckily, I already had a virtual voice. So I didn't need to rent one. Yes, I know. You had trash. <laughs> but they did sell a cool case. They did. Um, I remember the... Yeah. Uh, were they like, I remember uh, either... I remember a black case for something. Yeah. But then I also remember either a blue or a gray case for like the Super Nintendo. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So. All right. So we're going to get into the list here of games. And um, again, some of which we played, a lot of which we haven't. But still, nevertheless, pretty cool to see. Yeah. So let's get into it. We're going to start with a bunch of Super Nintendo games first. Yes. Um, apparently, uh, Blockbuster had a heavy deal with this company to put out, because they put out a couple of these type of games. Yes, they did. Uh, Clay Fighter. In this case, Clay Fighter Tournament Edition. Yes. For the Super Nintendo. And this is one of the only ones that I recall okay. actually renting. Like a Blockbuster mm-hmm. exclusive Clay Fighter game. I remember renting that one. I don't remember renting anything else. Okay. Uh, that was, Or at least... 
Not to my knowledge. You know what I mean? Because like, oh, totally. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like because that like these exclusives had something special going mm-hmm. on with them. So that's the only one I remember, and I remember not liking it. Yeah, well, Clay Fighter was a weird was series. Not a fan of Clay I mean, Fighter. I enjoyed the first one, but and then tournament, uh, uh, tournament, uh, yeah, tournament edition. Kind of, you know, Clay Fighter always took like it was like a um, a spoof of like Street Fighter and stuff yep. like that. So how Street Fighter tournament edition was like a slight update to Street Fighter. Yep. So was this, and then eventually this led to Clay Fighter Two Judgment Clay. So which I still <laughs> love that Judgment title. Clay. Um, and then uh, uh, next one here that they had was a um, which one I don't remember, but I wish I was able to purchase. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge. Yeah, and what was that? So about? Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster ended up having movie awards. Yep. Uh, some other type. And of they awards. had they had a gaming championship. They had a gaming championship. That. It was the 1994 yeah. Blockbuster World Video Game Championship. Very nice. Uh, and you were able to rent this um, competition cartridge, which again was a very limited version of the game. Um, I like to compare it to the Star Fox competition cartridge that I actually once owned. Mm. And I remember buying that through a Nintendo catalog. Oh, cool. Um, which is probably worth a lot of money now, but... You don't have it. Well, Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, Donkey Kong Country was very limited in levels. Like, there was no animal tokens. There was something else missing from it. Uh, if I can remember, uh, I think it had, like, a score counter. Yeah. Um, so, how... Yeah. So, yeah, with the score counter, I was wondering, like... When you rented it, was there like a, a window of time, and whoever had the high score on the cartridge was the one who? If I re- won actually, because I, I don't remember how they ran. The I think this was just more. You could just play the game play that was at the thing from the like the tournament was the tournament. The championship was already right. done, and it's like, oh here, just try out. Okay, you know what I mean. So, but it is what it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look up Blockbuster World out. Championship for fun. Now, a game that I can definitely talk about um, that I re- this is what I remember renting. And this I remember vividly renting. Okay. On the Super Nintendo, Final Fight Guy. Yeah, fi- I, you know, I saw that on the list and I'm like, I know Final Fight, obviously. Yeah. Final Fight Guy? No idea. So Final Fight Guy was, again, it was basically like a upgrade, not even an upgraded version, just a, a special version of Final Fight. Mm-hmm. So if you're, now I don't remember Final Fight as an arcade when we got the home game. See, that, to, that I remember. See, I, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So to me, when we got Final Fight on Super Nintendo... That was my first iteration of Final Fight. So okay. I only knew uh, Cody and Hagar as the playable characters. In the arcade, there was three characters. Cody, Hagar, and Guy. And Guy. So okay. everyone was like, Guy's awesome. Why put Cody in? Guy's amazing. So somehow, you know, Capcom and Blockbuster, I guess, got together. And like, mm-hmm. all right. Essentially, it's just replacing Cody with Guy. Right. Like, the game itself really isn't different, other than now you're able to use this mysterious third character. Um, I rented the heck out of this, uh, just because I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. rest of the game was no different. Uh, I still stunk at it back then. You just played this guy. And basically, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very weird, because the way they kind of marketed it, too, was almost like, you know, this is like the Japanese version or something mm-hmm. like that. So... Um, Nevertheless, this was the first one I remember. Final well, Fight. and the, you know, and also like as a gamer from the '90s, it's like and you're hearing like, "Oh my God, we're playing a, a Japanese version oh, totally. of the game. This is so cool." And I was like that because my mom pop store had TMNT Four Turtles in Time, the f- uh, Super Famicom edition. Oh wow! And they actually you're able to nice. rent it with the converter. Ooh. And I thought I was playing something at a, like from Mars. So I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the exact same game. So. Yeah, exactly. But it was from Japan. <laughs> it was from Japan. And everything yes. is better from Japan. Yes. Well, maybe. Um, but game-wise, yes. Amazing. Yep. 
So, um, so next on the now this game, I don't remember this version, but of course I remember the series, both literally the yes. TV show and the games. Yes, I remember the games. So Ren and, and Stimpy, the show. Yeah. yeah, Ren and Stimpy, Fire Dogs. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the cover of this game is really wild. Yeah, it was an episode of where Red and Stimpy um, painted themselves like Dalmatians. Dalmatians yeah, to work to for a firehouse. Work at a firehouse, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure the song is on the Red and Stimpy soundtrack that I still have somewhere. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, can't get those fire dogs. Uh, you, um, you would have that. Red and Stimpy fire dogs. I had Red and Stimpy vidiots. Vidiots. Oh, vidiots. Um, Ren and Stimpy Fire Dogs, though, is one of also maybe one of the first games. You can probably throw Clay Fighter Tournament Edition in there. Mm-hmm. That started a pattern with these blockbuster games. They weren't really all the best to play. No. Yeah. No, no, there's like no. a that reason why they were rentable. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It's, it's you know, between poor gameplay we're going to see, poor controls. Um, even though this game got a lot of praise for, like, its story and stuff mm-hmm. like that, just, again... Poor controls, which you're going to hear a lot of now moving forward. Um, but um, nevertheless, it's really interesting to see as so many Ren and Sippy games come out, one of them went straight to Blockbuster. Okay. Uh, I think you, you're. I see your list there, and yes. I'm looking at my list here, and I think you're skipping over one I want so, to cover. Which is why I skipped over for a reason because I didn't know if it was truly accurate, but we can talk about it anyway. Yeah. So one of the one of the games that you were able to rent was the Blockbuster World Championship Two cartridge for Genesis. And then this was uh, this was the Sega version of the Blockbuster World Championship event. Uh, the cartridge contained uh, a combo of two games. Very odd combo. Yes, NBA Jam and Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, okay. So those were um, those were apparently the games that you played at the which is weird. Why would you play Judge Dredd? I, maybe. I'm assuming the uh, the film studio like to promote the movie. I guess like push them so to put that in yeah, the world championship. Yeah, this was the second world championship. Yeah. So exactly, and these cartridges were supposed to be destroyed. Yeah. After you know, Blockbuster mm-hmm. was done with them, but obviously they didn't destroy them. That's why it was weird. Like I didn't know. Yeah. In all fairness, you know, we're getting the list off of games radar. Uh, yep. But when it said the games were destroyed, I'm like, why would they destroy the rentable cartridges? That's why it was a little weird. It was on the list. Yeah. But nevertheless, very interesting though. And then, yes. yes, they were probably they were probably rentable. Don't get me wrong. Well, so. that's probably what it was because they were rentable only and not allowed to be. They probably weren't allowed to be sold. Probably you're based right. on uh, the you're right. based on the agreements they signed right. with. Yeah, no, totally. A, a totally. claim and whoever would judge okay. Dredd. So, so that's yeah. one. Now, this next one is very odd when I looked into this. Yeah. This is, again, for the Genesis. It's called the Game Factory. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was a flash card. You know, today's version yeah. of the EverDrives and stuff like that. Right. Uh, you were able to load up one game onto it through a dial-up modem. But why I find it weird, first of all, that's Blockbuster just being like, hey, Sega, we're going to pirate your stuff. Yes, right Sega. Right off the bat. Uh, and B, why rent it and then go home and load a game? You would think you can load whatever you want. Like, you would think Blockbuster, this would be a, a, a home run because they can literally then put any game they would want, yeah. I guess within reason, and rent you the cartridge like that. And then when they get it back, they just you know flash it, it just, clean yeah. or something. So, very interesting. There were three types of cartridges that were done per color. Yep. Uh, what were they? Blue, blue, green, and red. Yeah, so they were different size cartridges. Yep. For di- depending on the number of games or the size of the game. So, uh, but very, I never saw this. No, I never saw that either. And uh, like you said, um, I'm assuming at a certain point, either they just stopped using it or obviously 
somebody came after him and said, <laughs> "Hey, guess what? You can't pirate our games." <laughs> yeah, instead of you to loading money. this, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm wondering what the dial-up technology was. I wonder no, if that no, was no. the Sega um, channel. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it was probably Sega channel related. Maybe. You know, I mean, dial-up goes all the way back to Satellaview anyway. No, true, so. true. And you were able to download stuff from there and everything. Well, actually, if I want to go before, well, you go even before that. Yeah. You go before that, I'll go to the, I'll go to the Q link on uh, my Commodore 64. <laughs> wow. Good old Quantum Link. Oh, good lord. I did that one. Did you? I never know. I did that. I remember I was sitting in the room and I, and I dialed up and I had no idea what I was doing because this is the late 80s. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what's going on? Um, dialed up and then it's like and again because it's Commodore 64 it's just a text screen it's yeah. like okay you're on and I'm like now what what do I do your parents get a bill for like $500 I'm like, what do I do? well you up. know why because I had the floppy disk for the Q-Link okay. I didn't have like an instruction booklet so or like what do you do I'm like, kind of surprised there was, you, I would have thought modems would have been so expensive back then I yeah I don't know how I did yeah, it. what like what possessed you to go? Oh, I can plug a phone into this. I have no idea, jack. but I did it. That's Kids, all that matters. I did it. Back in the day, there was a uh, hole in the wall where the phone came in through. Yes, called a phone jack. Yes. I all right, so just real fast then to mention the first time I ever went online or excuse me used a dial-up modem. I remember I was at my grandmother's house. She had a computer. She worked for Sears, and she had a computer. And my uncle, um, like. I guess she would dial into work. Yep. But he, like, knew how to... You just dial any phone number and it rings. So, like, from, like, her office, he dialed the house number. So oh, the wow. house phone rang. And then, like, my grandmother asked, hello? 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 Like, we're giggling in the other room or of whatever. Of course. He probably got in trouble later on. But that was the first time I ever experienced anything like that. That's awesome. And then later on, Prodigy. Of and course. And game on from there. So Nice. All right. Going back to Blockbuster... Uh, this one's pretty interesting. Uh, yep. It was for the Genesis. Again, as you can see, we're kind of progressing, with, or at least now we're moving over uh, to Genesis. Uh, Madden 93 Championship Edition. Yes. Which, again, it's a blockbuster rental, so it's more a kind Limited. of a slight upgrade yes. to uh, Madden 93. Uh, this one has, a champ basically the reason for it, had championship caliber lineups. So the game itself... Because uh, I actually read the, the descriptions a little yeah. the deceiving. Madden 93 had, uh, like, the regular version, mm -hmm. eight, like, all-star game, all-star teams, I should mm -hmm. say. Uh, now, they didn't have the license for NFL, so it's not real players or real teams. Uh, one of those. Colors, yeah. Yep. Um, but they had eight additional greatest of all-time teams. But this version basically just gave you the per the best lineups of all those teams. Uh, I see. Basically, were from like six, 19, uh, 1966 to nineteen ninety one. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, no, no, it, it definitely threw together the best yep. of the best, and that's what made it a blockbuster exclusive. That's an interest, and that's an interesting way to play. Like, I would love to have like me, uh, you know, selfishly, I would love to have like an NHL game where they did that, where it's like just give me all the championship teams. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe they do that now because, honestly, I haven't bought an NHL game in I a few mean, years. I mean, oh, no, no, they definitely do nowadays. Yeah. And and every now and again... Frank you, would know. Frank would... Yeah, no, no, because I've seen Frank it. would know. It was either last year or the year before, there was a... You might even still be able to buy it on its own. NHL, like... NHL 94? Yes. But it was whatever the modern roster was yes. a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah because NHL... Everybody says NHL 94 is the best NHL game ever made. Mm -hmm. So some, they just keep updating it. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. And I've seen people also put it on carts. Like, mm -hmm. I've seen them, like, for Genesis. Yeah. So it's it's a, every now and again Game On gets those. Same with Tecmo Bowl. Oh, yeah. So, oh, Tecmo Bowl. All right. So now at this point we have moved on. We have graduated to this brand new system that just came out in the world called the Nintendo 64. Yes. And this is where 
the cream does not rise to the top, unfortunately. No, it definitely doesn't. But uh, this first game we're going to talk about is um, one of those games that's really expensive on the marketplace. If you have it, folks, you can call it a day. Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Sculptor's Cut. Sculptor's Cut. Sculptor's I love cut. it. I love now, it. Now, this one I also remember renting. This I yeah. This one I specifically remember renting because I remember I didn't like the Super Nintendo one, but the fact that it was N64 and 3D, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. like more 3D, and I was like, ooh, this should be really cool. It was terrible. <laughs> it introduced four new uh, clay fighters, yep. one of which being the Statue of Liberty, and um, it was also the last clay fighter game, really, uh, ever. There was a reason. <laughs> it was, yeah. And it, like I said, it, 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 it was just poor controls, yeah. especially on the N64. You can see a lot of poor controls and yep. everything like that. It's weird. I don't know if just Blockbuster was like, how far are you guys in production? All right, we'll take it from here. That, that's literally what yeah. it looked like. It's like when you play it, you're like, wait, where's the background? Yeah, wait, what's going weird. on? It, it's so stark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very it, yeah, very sad game. So, but... but- a very expensive a one. A very expensive game. Very expensive very game. Very expensive game. Yeah, look for it on the marketplace and see what uh, what it costs to buy it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, up next, Stunt Racer 64. No idea. Yeah, I don't remember this one. It was a futuristic racing game. It's like uh, F-Zero if with you, cars. Like regular will. cars. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but again, apparently it was a solid game. This is one of the fewer that actually had good controls mm. and everything to it. So it was touted pretty good. Just, again, it was a rentable exclusive. Um, and a couple of these, and we're actually going to come up on them as well, but I think one maybe in the list that I might have missed. Even though it was a rentable exclusive, sometimes somebody's ended up getting a release, a regular mm-hmm. release. Yes. Some of which were only available in Blockbuster to purchase. Oh, wow. Which I didn't realize. Okay, yeah, that's We might have missed one on the list, but there's a couple coming out. Okay. Um, this I don't remember, and I don't know if I would have played it or not. I don't remember, but this would have appealed to me if I saw it. Transformers Beast Wars yeah. Transmetals. Yeah, because I was a big Transformers fan as a kid, so if mm-hmm. I saw this, I would have been like, oh, this is worth trying. I would have been interesting, except I wasn't a Beast Wars fan. I wasn't me. a Beast Wars yeah. fan either, but just the but fact is, of uh, a th- Transformers yep. game. Not only that, it's yeah. Transformers Fighter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it didn't really, it didn't separate itself from like any other fighters, it's just. I would just want to turn into, uh, you know, I would, I, I would just want to turn into the truck, like Optimus Prime <laughs> truck, and just run people over. What? I don't think, unfortunately, he was in this game. Oh. You could be Optimus Primal and turn into a gorilla and run people over. Well, I, and, well then I would just eat them like a what? rampage. <laughs> yeah, it just changes. Oh to my that. god, yes! George comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, yeah, so there wasn't anything special about this. It did eventually, this one did get a regular release. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the only difference, like if you're a collector, a box collector, one will say Blockbuster on it and the other one doesn't. Oh. So that's a big difference between the two. Okay, so. interesting. Yes. Uh, next up on the list, uh, this one is uh, interesting. NFL Blitz Special Edition. Ah, uh, another NFL game. Well, this was very cool because this is along the lines of NBA Jam. Yes. Hit and Run. or yes. uh, Not Hit and Run. What was the one for? What was the hockey one? Oh, uh, hit the ice. Hit the ice or hits, I think. Maybe. Hits. H i t z. Yes, yes. H i t z. Blitz. Blitz. Yep. Hits. Yep. There you go. All, everything has a Z on it. Spits. Welcome. To, <laughs> welcome to the early two thousands. Uh, yes. If it had a Z, it was hardcore. <laughs> um. Yeah. This one really no difference in Blitz uh, two thousand and one. Just again, it was. A, yeah. It was. A, there was probably something special in there, but it wasn't anything major. Yeah. Um. It was again. It was an overtop arcade. Um, NFL game. Uh, eventually, the game was sold in store. This is one of yes. them where they eventually sold it in store. So, uh, but I don't. Again, one of them I don't remember. We need to find like an, a blockbuster that shut down and just left just all of their break stuff in. there. Yeah, and this is good. Well, actually, you know, sh- nobody's ever done this. I don't think <laughs> break in and just reopen it. <laughs> 
like, like, don't steal anything. Just be like, look, we didn't take anything. <laughs> we just want to restart the business. The cops show up like, no, 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 we're here for a No, purpose. no, no, we're here. Would you like to rent something? Here's our W9. Yeah. This game I do remember seeing, but I just never rented it because of what it was. This looks familiar, but I can't be sure. Razor Freestyle Scooter. Yeah. What's interesting here is that, um, at least as we're going through this part of the yeah. list, like... Nintendo went hardcore oh, definitely a lot with of, yeah. Blockbuster, especially right in the N sixty four phase. Because yeah. I really think they were pushing, they were pushing to be competitive with PlayStation because PlayStation was obviously doing but so well. Here's but here's what might throw a cog in that concept of yours with this game. Razor Freestyle Shooter was available on other systems. It was a rentable exclusive on the N sixty four. Right. But, but, like, it was on the PlayStation or oh, other I systems see. at the same time, but only the N64. Okay. Uh, and it's basically Tony Hawk on a Razor scooter. Okay, that's Which fun. can work. Although, I'm reading here that it had a story... It had a wicked it story. It had a story mode about robots abducting children. Yes. How can that, that, that not be an amazing well, now, game? Well, now I want it. Um, see, that knowing that now, I didn't know there was a story behind it. Yeah, see, there's a story I mode. just saw the kid on a Razor like, scooter. Like, can you imagine? I, I'm saving children with my Razor scooter. <laughs> Whipping it around yeah, your head. It's almost as good as Michael Jackson Moonwalker. <laughs> All right. Michael! <laughs> he sure is saving the kids. I don't know to what, though. Um, yeah, so Razor Scooter. Or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, continuing the N64 craze. Yep. International Track and Field 2000. Yay. It's like Summer Olympics. It really it is what it is. It's International yep. Track and Field in 2000, and it was a rentable. Yeah. Uh, but I like how they did make a point, and I'm going to quote the website directly. Yep. For many kids, this was the ideal rental game because you'd play it for a day or two and then never touch it again. Yep. That well, was that, perfect. Well, that's what all those games were. Like, when you rented, like, uh, if you ever played, like, any of the Olympic games and stuff, like, I had on N64, like, the Nagan Nagano mm -hmm. Winter Olympics. It was the type of thing you played for, like, 20 minutes, and you're good. Well, that was the same, like, winter games, summer games. Yeah, all of them. All those, those are ones that you just play for a handful. Garbage TNC surf design. Ah, uh, TNC Surf Design. Terrible. I did not like that game either. No, no, no All right, so here's a game that actually gets a lot of praise in one way and a lot of criticism in the other. Yes. Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine for the N64. Okay, so this game I've played. I did not know they had an N64 exclusive. Oh, where'd yeah. you play it? Well, I played a version. It they, is... Is it different than the... Uh, what's the other version oh, of this I game that was out? Was it a PC? Yeah, they were, oh, uh, the Atlantis something or other. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Uh, I thought Infernal Machine came out on something else. No, no, no. I think it might have been an unlockable on another game. Maybe. I think. I could be wrong maybe. on that. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna yeah, to wait to hear while you talk but, about um, it. So this one, uh, now this was a game that was rentable, but then eventually available for sale only though yes. through Blockbuster and through Lucas' website, which I didn't realize. Got it. Yeah, no, no, no. I was correct. It, it came out on Windows. Okay, so it was on Windows. It came out on Windows, and it was also Game Boy Color. That's weird. Yeah, there was a Game Boy Color version in 2001. Very interesting. That's why I knew it, because I was like, I remember playing this, because I played it on PC. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Good um, old Windows. Wow, look at the Game Boy Color version. You know what? i got to pick that up. Yeah, up. Uh, there you go. Add to the shopping list. He'll so, have it next week, folks. Maybe. Uh, Game this... on? Hello? <laughs> Usually my go-to, yeah. Um, so this game, though, was touted as having an amazing story. Mm -hmm. Like, the story itself, the Infernal Machine, some sort of, I think, Russian machine that broke up in four yep. parts, did something, I don't know what it did. But, 
as much as the story was absolutely phenomenal, like it mm-hmm. was in Indiana Jones, like we'll take this yes. over Kingdom of Crystal Skulls. Yeah, we'll take anything over Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. <laughs> well, I haven't seen Dial of Destiny yet. So. Oh, that's true. Um, but makes Kingdom of the Crystal Skull look good, maybe. <laughs> the gameplay was rough and ugly. Again, very typical for yep. these rentables. Um, yeah, it can, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Castlevania 64. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. And not a good way. I can see that. I had Castlevania 64. You did. That is I just sad. Actually, wait. I still have Castlevania 64. <laughs> I would imagine you still have it. Why would you sell it back? No, no, no. I did sell it back, but I think I bought it. <laughs> I think I was... I think I bought it somewhere because it was like at the time. Yeah, I bought it somewhere because at the time it was like nothing. It was so sadistic you had to buy it again. I did. I bought it. I never. I didn't buy the sequel though. Well, the sequel was just like a remake. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was a very odd choice. Yeah. So Uh, speaking of games, I should have needed a remake. This game is probably one of the worst selling games of all time. You can joke about the Virtual Boy all you want. Uh, I, I, I do. It is the worst thing of all time. Daikatana. Daikatana. Now, Daikatana on the N64 was an exclusive. Oh, well, later got a, a regular release, yes. but for a while it was exclusive here. This is actually a sequel of an original game that was on the PC. Mm-hmm. The original game, I don't have the exact number, but sold maybe only 41,000 units. 41,000 wow. okay. units. That's pretty bad. For the PC. Yeah. So it was one of the worst, So that one of the biggest flops in gaming history. Well, almost, almost Virtual Boy flop. Well, and Virtual Boy was console flop. When I, if we get into Virtual Boy game sales, I'm sure there are worse. I don't know about that. I, I, I agree. I will stand to differ. Yeah. Uh, so Daikatana, actually I think the only time, my only um, uh, interaction with Daikatana I think was a uh, an AVGN episode. I, uh, okay. I think that's the only mm-hmm. way I knew about it. I never, never saw it. I might have seen it, but I never rented it. Okay. So. Uh, all right, next up is a weird one, uh, and we're actually breaking the, uh, we're finally getting away from the N64. Uh, this I don't remember. Eggs of Steel. Oh, Eggs of Steel. Sounds very weird. It's a PlayStation. Okay. PS1 I'm sorry, I'm, my cat wants my attention. All right, fair enough. Um, it, it was just a weird platformer. It sounds like something that should have been... It almost sounds like something that should have been um, a hockey game. When yeah, I looked right. at it really quickly, <laughs> like I'm like, like... But it, in my head, it went, eggs no, of steel. Every time you get checked, you break. Yes. Like, you keep cracking more and more and more. <laughs> That's Until you get, be. like, a major hit, and then you just crack And then you're open. just done. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. Like, he's running around reading uh, letters from his girlfriend or something mm-hmm. like that. He looks, he's a Charles. construction worker. Yeah, Egg's name is Charlie. I don't know much more about Cause it. Because, you know, because if I... It, look, if I was an egg <laughs> and I had to choose a profession, I would want to be a construction worker with all the tools and stuff well, around that can totally kill me. But to be fair, uh, an egg is the perfect... Uh, uh, perfect container, they say. Well, tell that to Humpty Dumpty. I, I don't get it. I, I never understood that concept. Yeah. All right. And then finally, we are moving on to the Xbox for the most part. Ah, uh, yes. This one was an Xbox and a GameCube uh, exclusives. Freestyle Street Soccer. Oh, okay. Or I guess Freestyle Street Football for some of you. Four on four soccer in the street. Arcade style. Really okay. nothing to it. Very straightforward. Um, with the Xbox, now at that time, well, we're talking 2001. Yeah, um, I'm already. I'm in college. Actually, I'm ending college, getting ready to graduate. So, like my at this point, my blockbuster days are pretty much done. Uh, okay. So I don't remember these games. No, I I don't remember if I was still blockbustering at that time. I, I think at that point it would have faded. I don't think because when I came back home, here, I mean, I, I was still in college too. Yes, you were because I went to college forever. You did. Well, you got better. I got a better. I, I got a better animation. This is true. <laughs> um, so, uh, but this one again, it's just a, a, a arcade style four on four, like you said, uh, very straightforward is what it is. Mm-hmm. But this last one, now there might be others, but the last one on this list, 
is very interesting because this is basically rentable DLC. I want this. It looks very cool. Yes. Three games, all from the Outlaw Golf series, which is actually a very fun series. I've never played it. Again, very... Now I want it. It's an arcade version golf. Mm -hmm. You know what it is? So, there were two for Arc, uh, Outlaw Golf. Yep. Nine holes of Xmas. Yep. And then nine more holes of Xmas. That sounds great to me. Again, glorified deal, rentable DLC. Yes. And then this one, I'm dying. I would love to play Outlaw Volleyball Red Hot, which has you playing volleyball in the pits of hell. Oh, that's. Kind of cool. <laughs> they should do a crossover with that other volleyball game that you love. What, what, what is the one with the? Oh. Uh, with the all dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive beach volleyball. Yeah, that one. There you go. Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, Red Hot. <laughs> that is true. That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, so Volleyball in Hell. Yes. I gotta see what that looks like. That does sound kind of fun. Uh, but very... Who's the... Who's the... Is Satan the ref? Like, he sits there, he's just watching. <laughs> and if, like, you lose, you burn. <laughs> now, these would actually make sense as being rentables back then. Yeah. Like, something like this. It's very simple, very straightforward, yeah. very quick. Yeah. And again, their version of DLC. Yes. And what a tagline. All new holes for the holiday. <laughs> That's Outlaw Golf for you. There you go. <laughs> so, um, and with that, again, there might be others out there. There could be. But that is a list that we had, some of which we've experienced. Well, that was a list that we looked up. Yes. Let's just say that. Well, I had um, wrote it. And what I want to point out, too, because I did a quick search for yes. the Blockbuster World Championship, okay. uh, you can find videos of it on YouTube. So if you, uh, if you want to see what the World Championship looked like yeah. when it was actually going on, Check out YouTube, because there's a few. I will definitely check hey, that yeah. out. All right, cool. Cool. So, uh, all right. Well, with that, we will move on. All right. Uh, we are moving on to this week's Game of the Week. Yes. And, Larry, it was, uh, it was your turn. It was. And after the debacle and atrocity that was uh, Castlevania 2. Yes. Simon's Quest that you forced me through. Yes. Uh, even but, though, but did you finish it? I did finish it. I got so the worst did, ending, but I that, Did you it. not uphold on a promise you made 20,000 years ago? So, episode... For those who didn't watch on YouTube, uh, but you heard it on the audio, episode 7, way back in August of 2016, yes. is when we were talking about... I thought we were talking about something, but then it led into Castlevania. I'm like, you know what? I'll play Castle. You were in the middle of playing Shining Force 2. That's what it was. Ah, uh, yes. And then I went, all right, when you're done with Shining Force 2, I'll play Castlevania 2. That's right. No problem. Mm -hmm. And I started it, and I never finished it. Nope. Almost, which is actually a funny number, but almost 2,600 days later. 2,600? Like 2,590-something. 2, there you go. And I actually tried the math. Uh, I finally played and beat Castlevania 2. Hooray. So, promise kept. There you go. Well, well done. And I needed a palate cleanser desperately from yes. that. So, uh, I went back into the archives and I picked out a game that I absolutely love. Haven't played it in a long time. And I'm like, you know what? Let me get back to basics with this. It was a wonderful arcade game. A wonderful uh, Nintendo game. Mm -hmm. Elevator action. Yes. And we got right into it. And we're not going to deep dive as much like we do Castlevania. No. But we're going to talk about just some memories of it. Which there's, actually, not a lot, there's not a lot to deep dive into. No, but before we started recording, I want to touch on something that you mentioned, which yeah. I find very interesting. Yes. Not upsetting, but interesting. Well, we're... Okay. No, no, no. It's, it's, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. Don't worry. Doctor's so, here. So... Uh, again, it's a very straightforward game. You just get into an elevator, you work your way down, you, you, you have to find all the hidden uh, top secret 
uh, envelopes in the red doors. Yep. Uh, then just work your way down and move and on. Get to the, the heck next out of there, basically. Yes. Um, I because again, it was the simplicity which made an arcade game, which I loved. I remember playing this over and over. I had it on the Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Played it over and over again. I will admit, I played the arcade version mostly that I have on the Switch, uh, the arcade archive. And uh, to me, again, is to me, it's almost like an almost perfect arcade game. Okay. Because of just the simplicity of how to play, um, the gameplay itself. Um, at this point, you know, back when I was younger, I was definitely running and gunning it. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I learned now not to do. No, there's it's strategy involved, obviously. Totally, totally. And I started, you run and gun, you die. No, very much. And I started kind of realizing what that... Um, what that come on what that strategy is mm -hmm. and and I learned to that um, and again it just kind of just we talked about it months ago mm -hmm. games that just kind of put you at ease yes that's just kind of like okay. alright like there's no thinking about it um, it just you know puts you in a no puzzles to solve no, no, just a, a simple goal None whatsoever. The game, the arcade game, came out October of 1983 here in North yep. America. Uh, Japan got it May of '83. Oh wow! Um, May of '83. No, they it, got it, it first. No, no, no. Oh. It's funny that you randomly. I was going to say that you randomly picked it because next month is the 30th anniversary. Oh, I guess so. Oh, oh I'm sorry, wait. 40th. 40th oh, anniversary. Man. I didn't realize that. Yeah. The U.S. release at least. Oh well. Boo Japan. Me. It was May. Um. Yeah. No. And uh, so, and it got tons of ports, of course, all over the place. There's actually a game I want to get on the on the Game Boy Color. Okay. It's actually it's Elevator Action, but it's Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, interesting. But it's essentially Elevator Action. Right, that's kind of yeah, fun. So that's fun. Um. So and it was available on the Wii Virtual Console. Mm -hmm. This again, chalk it up with a Super Mario Brothers was a game I've bought over and over and over again. Well, that's you. So, yes, it is me. I did not buy it over. <laughs> Yeah, so what are your thoughts about playing when you went back and played on this? Well, those? what's funny is that I remember, like, this was a game I used to play all the time as a kid. I remember renting it from the video store okay. um, and then eventually owning it mm -hmm. uh, just because I rented it so much. So, like, I had a lot of fond memories of it going back into replaying it mm -hmm. now. Um, having played it, and I did play, um, I, I tried a little bit of the arcade version, I tried the NES version, and then I did the... Um, uh, the sequel that they did arcade sequel's very interesting Ele yeah. Elevator Action Returns which is like it's different completely yeah. different yeah. completely different game but I have to say going back and playing the NES version I didn't enjoy it really I did not it did not it. age with you did it not, aged like fine milk no, uh, it, yes it did okay yes, it, it aged like milk <laughs> it definitely aged like 40 year old milk so um, yeah it, I don't know what it was like playing through it um, and again like I probably uh, got Further in it mm -hmm. now than I ever did as a kid. Because yeah. as a kid, you just kind of like want to plow through and oh, totally. die fast and everything. Totally. And it was something so, weird like being able to control the elevators as a kid. I'm like, oh, yes. this is kind of cool going up and down. So, um, but just what was, I, I don't know, what was struggling, what I struggled with for me just overall was just um, a bit of it was control issue. Okay. Um, just the, re and it could be because I wasn't playing the straight up NES version, reaction time was a bit tough. Okay, that, that could that, be a world of difference. It could have been. A world of difference. It could have been. But um, also, it was just... Um, it lacked variety. And that's what was hitting me. Where It is a very repetitive game. It's a very repetitive game. Every level, there's little variations as mm -hmm. to what you do. But mm -hmm. there's... A, but, and maybe I just didn't get far enough into the game. But, like, if I, if I, pick, a, if I pick a comparison really quickly... 
Uh, we did Solomon's Key a few weeks yes. ago, right? Solomon's Key, same board, mm-hmm. right? You got a board. They just change up to vary it and make it more difficult and all that stuff. That one, to me, every board felt different. Elevator Action, even though they tweaked a few things, every board felt the same to me. Okay. And it, and because of that, I got bored with it. Hmm. So, may, you know, maybe as a kid, it's like it's the type of thing where, like, you, pl- you play stuff as a kid over and over and over oh, again. That's just what we do. I was like, here, it's now, like, by the time I got to, like, level four or five, I'm like, I'm kind of done with this because... I don't really... There's nothing new or exciting in the game that's making me want to keep playing. That's fair. So, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and that's uh, where it lost me. And you know what's funny? You say with the with the uh, variety or lack thereof, which you're right. Every yeah. board, it's it's cookie cutter. But yes. what I didn't realize until I started playing this, because I played it more often in a short period of time, Yeah. that the, there is slight variety, though, when you play the game, because... The level layout, and I say layout, meaning mm-hmm. where the red doors are, yes. where some walls are that block your path. Yes. Those do, like the first those level change. will change all the time, which I never put two and two together until now, which now I enjoy even more. As much as you weren't right. crazy about that, I actually yeah. enjoy knowing that every time I boot the game up, level one is going to be slightly different. Yes. Even though it's still, you got the one corridor, it's a, it's a and then the larger corridor, and then the dark corridor, and then the one with all. The, the elevator corridor. Yes. So, but I get that. Um, to me, though, I like some of those repetitive games. You know, it was a 1983 arcade game. That's mm-hmm. all it was back then. Yeah. Um, Agent 17, codename Otto, is who you took took control of. Yes. Um, uh, and I always did enjoy, though, that car. When you did get to the bottom of the screen, yes. you jumped in that car, you peeled out. Yes. And you came back around. Always enjoyed that. Uh, and then not until now, like I said, because I'm older, like I've learned more about the game. Again, where the level layout is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. I also realize like you only have limited shots, meaning you can only shoot three bullets at a time. Yep. Um, so that actually changed up my gameplay. Yep. So, but nevertheless, elevator action. It was a fun. It was meant to be what it was—a simple game. Yep. Um, but that was this week's game of the week. So we again. So the last couple of weeks, a lot of people when they see our game of the week on social media, they've really been saying, "Oh, I remember this game. I haven't yep. played this in a while." This and the other thing. So. There you go, folks. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and now, based off of that, yes. um, that you made me suffer through, uh, <laughs> I get. To oh, pick. I guess now we're even then. No, no, we're not. Uh, so, game of the week for next week yes. um, is my turn to choose. Yes, it is. And I thought what I would do is we're going to revisit Castlevania Two. Oh, what? Simon's Quest. No! Oh, wait. <laughs> and the well, sh- I have the redacted version. And the show's over. Oh, and the show's over. So uh, I was going to say. I, like I said last week, you should really play Chronicles 2 so you can see what it's like to play a well, version that makes sense. No, no, but Redacted also kind of does that. Oh, does that. that. Yeah, yeah so. Of, so. Anyway. Uh, no, so... I can play it on my glow pocket. Oh, there you go. Anyway. Um, so, what I decided to pick... Uh, I was trying to find a console that we haven't covered yet. Okay. Just to do something different. Yeah. And I thought uh, we can do something that we both have, and it's not, a, not on the original console, but I have it on the original console, okay. which is cool. Um, but... Uh, I went to uh, the Japanese Famicom. Oh, okay. Because I thought it would be cool to play something from there. Okay. Uh, and I know we've already we just did recently a Castlevania one, and this is kind of a similar theme, but it's a completely different game. I want us to play Kid Dracula. Ooh. Uh, on the okay. Famicom. Yes. And I know it's part of the Castlevania collection, the Castlevania. so you exactly. can play it. Exactly. Uh, uh, yes, it was a Japanese exclusive. Yep. Um, when it came out on the collection, it was. Westernized, so we did get English translation. Yes, we but did. Yeah, it never came out over here, and it's a kind of a goofy take of 
uh, yeah. Castlevania. And, so, okay. Yeah, and I remember it being a lot of fun it because I, I, I do own it for the Famicom. That's cool. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I own it for the Famicom, and it's a fun game. Do I? Do you? Same. I don't know if you did. I, I brought I brought you back a Famicom, didn't I? A Famicom? No, not at all. Oh, a I system? thought I did. No. Yeah, I thought I did bring you oh. back a system. You a Famicom Mini? Oh, I brought you the Mini. Yep. That's right. Oh, because I went back and listened to those episodes. Oh, I'm well. trying, trying to find. The, oh, the trying thing. to find that. So, right. so yeah. So, kid, okay. so if you guys have the Castlevania collection or have access to Kid Dracula on Famicom, that is next week's game of the week. Yes. All right. Cool. So we'll uh, we'll hit on that then. Yep. And actually. Where can they learn about the game of the week uh, a little earlier? Because sometimes I, I drop, I post it before, so people have extra time. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, and in general, where can they contact us? Uh, maybe suggest type, uh, topics. Oh, yes. Well, you can do all of what he just said <laughs> at Facebook.com slash RetroGamersPodcast, on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast, on Twitter yes. at RetroGamersPod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at RetroGamersPodcast, or you can email us at email at TheRetroGamers.com. I know I have a Famicom collection here. It is. There you go. Oh, I don't know what it's called, though, in Japanese. Uh, it starts with an A. Um, uh, you do not no, have it. Not. You don't okay. have it. I have it. Yes. Yay. Cool. All right, so, cool. Uh, so... Based off of that, yes. how about we move on to some news? Let's go. All right, we're going to roll into news. We're going to start with some retro birthdays. Got some, got some really good retro birthdays. All right, uh, we're going to kick it off. Wow, that's a lot of them. Yeah, there are a few of them. Uh, I picked a few because they're uh, more connected to us. Yeah, no, that works. So uh, the first one... I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, I just care about us. Well, don't say that when we're, <laughs> we're recording for people to watch. <laughs> no, I care listen. about them. I'm just saying... I'm just concerned about us. Yeah, we just lost viewers. Well, um, so let's get to our retro birthdays. Uh, first one comes from in 2008. We're celebrating the 15th retro mm. birthday of one of my favorite games on the Xbox 360, and that is Rock Band 2. Ooh, yes, that was a good one. Is that the one? Oh no, Rock Band was the whole band anyway. Yes. Uh, but Rock Band 2, I remember being very great lineup. Rock Band 2 had a ton yes, of yes. songs on it. It was absolutely great. Uh, and also, it's uh, it's how my friends in LA and I bonded when I first got there. Like Rock Band brought us together. <laughs> awesome. Yes, that's cool. I yeah, like that. memories of rocking out at our office <laughs> on a Friday night after everybody went home. What did you play? It's just blast. Uh, what do you mean? Like, what was your? Uh, oh, I don't remember. On uh, Rock Band too, I have no idea. No, no, not song. Like, oh, uh, 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 oh no, no, uh, um, I guitar. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I did guitar. Dr drums, I was just okay with. Drums was rough. I, so I had the drums. It was guitar, too. and then obviously everybody took turns singing. Of so course. Uh, at some point, I did sing. So. <laughs> awesome. But I sound awesome. <laughs> I sound awesome. Yeah, sure. I'm like, well, you've never heard me sing. This is actually true. See, because <laughs> I don't sing on the show like you do, like randomly. Well, people need to remember things. But, oh wait, no, we got you last week. What did I say? Oh, where's my best friend? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the most I got. Out that's of the you most you got. Out in of almost me. thirty. Years. Well, you know what? Maybe a game of the week is going to be like we'll pick like <laughs> rock band or American Idol, and we'll just have a sing off. <laughs> I have American Idol, unfortunately. Why? It was. Um, I rented it once yeah. just to hear Simon insult me, <laughs> and it was great. No, I got a full insult from Simon. I was like, oh, this is cool. Someone just gave me a pack of games they didn't want anymore. Oh, okay. I, I meant to sell it back, but I forgot it at home. Well, you know what? That might be a game of the week, though, so hang on to it. <laughs> we'll see. All right, so Rock Band 2, oh, okay. 15 years old. Excellent game. Uh, another game uh, celebrating its 15th retro birthday for the Nintendo DS Pokemon Platinum is 15 years very, old. Very, very interesting. Yes. Again, never got into that series, but an Same. amazing series. Same. Yeah, actually, funny enough, I was trying to find... I had had at this point, sadly, 
a recording from the lady who played Ash in the cartoon. Yes. It was a Kickstarter backer, and I had her going, I choose you, Larry. Um, and I also had a audio of her recording a voicemail. Hey, Ash, you know, this is Ash here. Me and Larry are catching Pokemon. Please leave a message after Why the Why did week. you get rid of that? No, no, no. It's not that I can't. I, it was on the computer, and uh, I can't. It must have crashed. You don't, uh, okay. I've been desperately trying to find it. Did Did that give you PTSD back from romper room days? You know, I choose you, Larry. <laughs> Through the magic mirror? Through the magic mirror. Oh, my gosh. I was uh, never really picked on the magic mirror. Oh, okay. Romper, romper. romper All right, romper. well, moving on. Um, going to 2003, we're celebrating two 20th anniversary, oh, uh, two retro two birthdays. Good well, one good game. Yeah, uh, one game, which is uh, WWE Raw 2 for Xbox. Interesting game. Inter Raw, the first Raw was phenomenal. Yes, the second one, second one was a little was a, funky. Was a little, Goldberg was in it. Um, and then the second game, which I know oh, you love, Simpsons Hit and Run for the yes, PlayStation 2. Yes, this is their version of Crazy, crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Great game. Which, by the way, Simpsons Hit and Run actually is going for a decent amount of money. I know it's wild. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I guess it didn't. I would have thought Road Rash. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're thinking of. Um... I get these two confused. No, Road, one of them is like GTA like, and one of them is Crazy Taxi. Yeah. No, Sim I thought Hit and Run was. Uh... No, wait. What was the Simpson? Uh, the other Simpsons game. Well, there was the Simpsons game, which right. was a real actual game. Right. Yeah. And then Hit and Run, I thought was Crazy Taxi. And I, I get the two of them confused all the time. Yeah. Um. Keep moving. I'll, I'll okay. double check here. Uh, well, the last retro birthday I want to bring up is a big one. It's the 25th retro birthday for Pokemon Yellow. Pikachu. Wow. Yes. Pokemon Yellow. 25 years. It was years. actually kind of like the third original game. We got red and blue yep. originally. And then they put out yellow because Pikachu got like so over. Yep. Like everyone loved Pikachu. They're like, all right, let's put out a yellow version. Of Pikachu. I think the game itself was no different other than you just started with Pikachu. Yeah, so, so. this is the Game Boy version that came oh, out. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Uh, Hit and Run is the GTA version. Oh, GTA. So, Road Rash is the Crazy it's Taxi It's Crazy version. Taxi. Okay. This game, Hit and Run, amazing. Yeah. So, those are our retro birthdays. Okay. Uh, I'm going to fly through yeah, our... Uh, I don't know why that popped up. I'm going <laughs> to fly through our retro news really quickly. We'll start here, Larry, because I know you were excited yes. about this. But uh, Disney's Gargoyles uh, for the Sega Genesis is getting a remastered version on the Switch next month. Yeah, uh, Limited Run Games is putting yep. it out. Uh, it's getting on modern consoles, getting an HD uh, version. Kind of like what they kind of did with um, the, that Disney collection, like with uh, Aladdin and yes. Blanket. But yep. this is actually going to have like HD remix and stuff like that. Yes. But what was besides being able to get it on Switch, Xbox, and PS5... Limited Run is putting out a Genesis yes. version, uh, which is going to be strictly the old school version. Cartridge, yeah. Uh, I talking about rentals. I probably only rented this. I never owned it. Mm -hmm. I rented it just a couple of times. I was never. I never watched the cartoon. Actually, a friend of ours, uh, uh, Brandon, um, uh, down there in Alabama, um, he loves gargoyles. Okay. So when I heard about this. I definitely sent it to him. He thought it was cool. Ah, very um, cool. But I'm like, you know what? It was a really cool game. Let me get it on the, uh, the the Genesis, so I have that one on order. I'm actually looking forward to it. Nice. Yep. Very nice. And very cool for limited run games. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're... Back All right, moving versions. on to uh, Game Boy Advance is getting a new game up for pre-order. What is this? Uh, it's a game called Good Boy Galaxy. Okay. Brand new game for the Game Boy Advance. Um, it's available on Switch PC. Mm -hmm. It's going to be available on Switch PC, an actual physical cartridge for GBA. 
Um, it is. Uh, I don't know what kind. Of, it looks like a side scroller. It, it kind of. It's does. got a little bit of a side scroller game. Yeah, so have to check that a little out. spacey. Yeah. So just look up Good Boy Galaxy. Um, it's a it's a dog in space. <laughs> right, you can't go wrong. Fair enough. You know, good boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There you go. Oh, here we go. Keep so going. oh, it's got you know different. Uh, I don't know what else it it's, has uh, here. Uh, they made it. They, they compare it to classics like Metroid and Cave Story. I'm in. There you go. And it looks like it has that sh- sh- cell shading. Yes. Give me a sec. Cell like shading. Wario Land Four, Drill Dozer, yes. Kirby. So there you go. Good okay. Boy Galaxy, new game. Yeah, I've been seeing more Game Boy Advance games starting to come out, which is pretty okay. Cool. Um, this bit of news we heard just, I think, yesterday or the day before, but Atari... Twi- uh, tr- uh, no, wait, I'm thinking of a different Atari news. There are two oh. Atari things here. Um, so the first one is that Atari has oh, now... Yeah. yeah. Atari just bought out Atari Age, which is one of the web's oldest retro gaming websites. Yeah. And I remember going to Atari Age oh, totally. like 10 or 15 years ago. I, you're visiting it often. Yeah. Um, you can actually buy homebrews and stuff from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow, it still just looks like a glorified. Um, you want to talk about going back in history? They didn't yeah. really change what they looked like. No, it's just, just message boards. It, it's just, yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And it was originally launched as Atari Twenty Six Hundred Nexus in nineteen ninety eight. So this site is twenty five wow, years old. Yep, it became Atari Age in two thousand one. Okay. And it's been there the entire time. Atari decided, you know what, we're going to buy this out now. So. See, that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Because the, the person who, who ran, who, who started the website, Albert Yaruso, yep. um, has always done good by this website. You know, it's not someone who's out trying to make a buck, not someone who's nope. being like, you know, jerk and stuff. He was just a fan. He started this website for love of Atari. And, and after 25 years, it finally paid off. Yeah. And now he's working for Atari. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and uh, and again, you know, it's a good way for Atari to target yeah. the market of people who are still interested in Atari, especially now that they're doing the Polymega thing yeah, and all of that stuff. So, so really cool yeah. for Atari. And then the other bit for the Atari. Yeah, what's this whole Talked about the 2600 Plus. Yes. November. Right? I know you have it on. Hey, it's on order. It's yeah. already on order for you. Um, but they released a... Um, uh, they're talking about the Atari 2600 has... Difficulty switches, aspect ratio toggles, and firmware updates. I think how they're going to do. It. I mean, it was already announced that you can play yes. games either in four three or or sixteen nine, which I do yep. not understand. Sixteen nine or six four is six what they're four? listening. The hell six, is six four. Six four. Okay. Um, and there's a USB C port in the back that's going to be used to deliver firmware upgrades. So to the console. you can upgrade the firmware. I did not yes. realize that through the USB C port. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. So that'll be really cool. I did only notice recently after already ordering everything. I was just going mm-hmm. back and looking because it was the ten. It's ten games in one on the cartridge. Yes. But the way you flip through the games is not a menu on the cartridge. It's dip switches on the cartridge itself. Oh, interesting. That you have to talk. See, yeah. That's so, what I thought it looked like domino pieces on the cover. No, it's, that's, it it's, tells you it's exactly. the combination of how it's to play that game. Yep, yep. That's kind of cool, though. Very interesting. Very different. Very interesting. But more importantly, this whole uh, upgrade, because a, a friend of mine, um, actually Peter, who was on the podcast very briefly when we were at the Retro Expo. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, FBGA all the yes. way. Um, he's always talking about how. It'd be interesting it, how this would be jailbroken. So eventually, it's going to be jailbroken. Everything and is. I forgot what it's called. He said there's an amazing Atari emulator that is out on the market that people are using. I doubt Atari is, but um, you know. But I'm like, oh, it's not going to be. It's just going to be the system itself. That's it. Right. Now it's interesting to know that this it's upgradable. Well, updatable. 
uh, and we'll see what the hackers out there are going to do with it. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Yes. Very cool. Um, Snow Brothers 2. I didn't even know there was a sequel. There was a sequel to Snow Brothers. Snow Brothers 2 is getting a remake for the PC and the Switch. Oh my god, the first one's awesome. The first one's super fun. So the news, uh, I just wanted to throw that one yeah. out there. Um, because it was, a, it was a 1994 arcade game. Yeah, 1994 yeah. arcade game. Um, and it's actually going to be revealed... Uh, well, it was revealed already, but it's going to be shown at the Tokyo Game Show okay. uh, later this month. Cool. So Snow Brothers 2, PC and Switch. Nice. So if you're a fan of the first one, this I is definitely, definitely worth looking at. I'm all in. All right. Um, I... Uh, one other thing to point out here. I'm going to skip this one because I haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> 8-Bit Do. Yes, interesting. 8-Bit Do released a Neo Geo wireless controller. They did. And apparently the reviews on it are super solid. Oh. So if you, uh, are, if you are a Neo Geo fan, you need uh, the Neo, Neo Geo, Geo controller. 8-Bit Do's got you covered. Yes, I have control. I wonder if the... I gotta see how mine are. Because I only have the... Um, I have the... Uh, the uh, Neo Geo little like pocket, not pocket oh yes the, the arcade, yeah the little which arcade. you can hook up to the TV and yep. things. So. Well, you go to Eight Bit Do and get yourself a controller. Maybe well, I already have a controller. Yep. but still very cool. Uh, on, on the uh, on the um, coffee table book category, I feel like we talked about this once before. We may have, um, but no, I think it's on the uh, no this uh, this book is coming out. It's called the NES Endings Compendium, mm -hmm. Volume One, <laughs> 1985 to 1989. Okay. So, uh, this one is going to be coming out. So, uh, Ray Esteban, who works for VGMuseum.com, uh, is doing this book. Related to Gloria? Uh, he, no, no. Oh. That's Estefan, not Esteban. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Okay. Um, why? You interested? Not maybe. I, don't know. I want to talk to him and hook it up. What? But anyway, <laughs> the whole point of the book is literally you flip through it and it's got the ending for every NES game from 1985 to 89 you can just read through it this game should be called spoiler alert yeah <laughs> I mean spoiler the book should be called book. spoiler, spoiler alert um, it is a it, the book is 296 pages interesting alright yep to cover every single I game pick this up this seems interesting um their new publisher, which is Limited Runs Press yeah, Run, they're trying to put out books. Yeah. yeah, so they're putting it out. Uh, I'm very curious to get this in my collection to just go through endings that I haven't seen because oh, totally. let's. I mean, at this point, all the spoiler alerts are done. Yeah, it's thirty something years later, so I'm okay with that. Uh, I'd like to know what the good ending. Looks so like the, the, uh, the yeah, so the price for the oh. book is uh, the collector's edition is seventy bucks. Oh, did they have a digital copy? Uh, no, Damn. they might. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see. So anyway, uh, you can check that out okay. if you want that. Uh, moving on. Again, another Atari uh, bit of Atari news. Bubble Ghost for the Atari ST. Wow. So going way That's back. Bad. Is getting a remake for Nintendo Switch and PC. Oh my gosh. Um, it launched on the Atari ST back in 1987. Wound up on the Commodore Amiga, the Commodore 64, DOS, game, and then it wound up on Game Boy. Boy. That's why... Yep. sounded familiar. Uh, wound up on Game Boy, and um, just an idea, a description of the game. Uh, guide a little ghost and his bubble through an enchanted mansion filled with dangers and thrilling challenges in this incredible remake of Bubble Ghost. So it's going to be coming out next year, 2024. Interesting. So it's a cute little platformer. Yeah, it is. Uh, so if anybody's interested in that kind of game, uh, look out for I that. I definitely never year. played it on the Game Boy, but I'm yep. very interested. Um, a fan has decided to take Portal, okay. iconic game, Very. Uh, and they are doing a demake of it. 
So we're getting a Nintendo 64 version of Portal. Okay. <laughs> so, and the way that it runs, you Ooh. actually use two yes. Nintendo 64 controllers. Dual stick in it. Yeah. You dual stick it. So it uh, looks really interesting. Uh, there are some videos online to check out. So if you're interested, if you're a big fan of Portal, uh, and you want an N64 D-make of it, you can uh, check it out. Can you scroll back right up for now? a second? Yeah, what do you got? Can you, uh, no, no, scroll back down. That, no, 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 down. Down? Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can put a, maybe a, a screen grab of this. Uh, how, is your, how is your OCD not kicking in right now? Oh, I can't stand it. With that? <laughs> yeah. Don't get me so, started. So in, in, the, in the thumbnail for the YouTube video, it's two N64 controllers, but they're backwards. Yes. Yeah, you know, they just flip the image. They flip. They flip the image. It, it's awful. I don't I know. Something looked weird. I don't know why they didn't just put it the normal I don't way. Know why. It makes no sense to me. Okay. But I hate it. Absolutely hate it. But their hands. Okay. Whatever. All right. Um, and then the last Ooh, bit. What's that? The last yeah. bit of news I'm going to share. Um, uh, Lego has been notorious for making these things. Yes. NES, Atari. Mm -hmm. Well, now. Mega yes. is getting into the video game uh, video game turf for putting stuff together. The, and the, the Kmart Lego, in my opinion. Yes. So Mega has announced that they will be doing an Xbox 360 collector's building set. That's interesting. Yep. It's going to be uh, three-quarter scale of an original Xbox 360. Wow. Uh, and it's 1,342 pieces, pieces. Okay. to put together. And it comes. It, it's it's in um, it's in the Xbox console. Yeah. A controller, and a copy of Halo Three. That's interesting. What they put 3, together. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool. Well, you know, I mean, the NES came with oh, Mario. Came yeah, with Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atari comes with a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. So. Did you get the Atari one? Uh, I do. Oh, okay. I have it. I haven't put it together yet. Oh. So. Ooh, so yeah, so the Xbox 360 collector building set. Interesting. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I'm trying to see. Uh, October 8th. Okay. And it's uh, $149.99. Wow. You can pre-order it at Target. 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 Wow. I still haven't bought the Lego Pac-Man one, and I really like that one. Oh, that one is cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Uh, and that's it for Retro News. All right. And that's it for us, then. That is it for us. Get, oh. out of my, get out of my house. Now? We have to finish the episode first. Oh, I'm sorry. One All more right. time. Where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash RetroGamersPodcast, on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast, on Twitter X. at Extra... Uh, <laughs> 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 you ruined, that we're you leaving ruined my speech. We are leaving that one in. You, my, you know what? You know where to find <laughs> us. <laughs> well, now yeah. you're learning. <laughs> All right. And have a good week. You have a good week as well. Folks, we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.